0: Welcome in to OutKick the show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope you guys are having fantastic Wednesdays. I got a new t-shirt that is now available. Let me swing so you can see it a little bit or move the mic for a moment. Uh, It says, if you can't tell, boys have penises, girls have vaginas. Probably thought to yourself, I never would have believed that OutKick would be selling tons of shirts that say... Biology is real, and boys have penises, girls have vaginas, but the Democrats have gone so crazy that that is a revolutionary statement. We might need to start selling men-can't-get-pregnant shirts. Although, let me just give you a tip. You're a single guy out there. You're out at the bar scene. Maybe you find out that a girl you're dating or interested in voted for Joe Biden. Maybe she's even super woke I have a wager that you're guaranteed to win. Say to her, I bet you $1,000. We can both go get naked right now. I bet you can't get me pregnant. I don't think she's going to be successful. $1,000 in your pocket. Maybe a naked girl in your bed. She may laugh. If she doesn't, eh, who cares? What have you lost? $1,000 on the line. Single guys, tell a woke girl, I bet you can't get me pregnant. Then you might have to be careful what she tries. But still, 100% chance you are not going to get pregnant. And that brings me, we had Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri on. Yesterday, he had a law professor from the Cal Berkeley campus. Now, Cal Berkeley is one of the 20 or so best law schools, theoretically, in the country. Top 25, I think, for sure. I haven't looked at the law school rankings recently. And he was called transphobic and said that he was making trans people more likely to die for simply saying that he did not believe men could get pregnant, which is a biological fact. And I wondered, uh, last night I was sitting around waiting, took my boys to go see the new Thor movie, pretty entertaining. Uh, My wife has seen all the Marvel movies. I've seen most of them. Said it was just okay. Not a top 10 Marvel movie. Fairly entertaining. That's my review. If you got kids, they'll probably like it. Not as good, I've been told, as the new Minions movie. I haven't gone to see that. Certainly nowhere near as good as Top Gun Maverick. But I will say, I was sitting around and I saw, I said, I'm going to go look and see what's trending. Because every now and then I like to see what's trending, what the blue check marks are fired up about, what Twitter... Is deciding to feature. And I saw that Senator Josh Hawley was trending for this interchange, this exchange with the Cal Berkeley professor. And so I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder what people are saying about this. And I felt like I was looking into a different universe. Senator Josh Hawley, this has 32,000 likes. Senator Josh Hawley tries to mock Berkeley Law Professor Kira Bridges for using the phrase people with the capacity for pregnancy during a Senate hearing on abortion. She was having none of it. 32,000 likes. Professor Kira Bridges took Josh Hawley's ass to school. This is how you put hate in its place. It's not hard to make Josh Hawley look stupid, but Professor Kira Bridges puts on a masterclass here. Millions of people on Twitter are seeing these blue checks saying that having the audacious belief that men can't get pregnant is transphobic. And what's going on here is this is an awful argument. But what's going on here is Democrats are trying to restrict what you can and cannot say when it comes to basic biology. It's as if they suddenly started arguing water doesn't freeze at 32 degrees. The truth of the matter is this. Men can't get pregnant. We got a lot of people out there in politics and sports and media in general that watch or listen to this show on a daily basis. And so I would give this advice. I want Joe Biden to be asked a simple question. President Biden, do you believe men can get pregnant? Yes or no? I want him to answer that question. I also want every senator and gubernatorial candidate in competitive seats across this country to have to answer the question, do you believe men can get pregnant? I just want them to answer. And I want them to be pressed on it, yes or no. Not a complicated subject or question. Clay Travis, I was running for Senate, I was running for governor, I was running for president. Someone said, Clay Travis, do you believe men can get pregnant? I am comfortable raising my right hand and saying, no, men cannot get pregnant. That is a biological reality. In the history of mankind, no man has ever become pregnant and delivered a baby. It has never happened. It never will happen because men can't get pregnant. Biology is real. Boys have penises. Girls have vaginas. Simple biological reality. That conversation needs to happen. Also conversation needs to happen. Inflation has hit 9.1%. For the last year, every month, the number has come in higher than expected. At some point, wouldn't all of these experts just bump their numbers so high that it wasn't possible to be higher than expected? I don't know how it's possible that you, me, Everybody out there living in normal America who's having to pay over $100 to fill up our gas tanks, who has to go out to grocery stores and pay 10 and 20% more for products on the shelves. I don't know how it's possible that all of us can see that inflation is real, that we can live with it on a daily basis, and all of these brilliant economists who told us that inflation was transitory, that it was a good thing that there was no significance to it long-range, that it was going to fade quickly. How did they all end up 100% wrong? Because they don't live in real America. And also, I think this is important. Whenever Joe Biden tries to say it's a Putin tax hike, oh, this is somebody else's fault other than mine, I just want to ask you this. It's an important question. What would inflation in America look like if Joe Biden had gotten his way and passed Build Back Better, which would have pumped trillions of more dollars into the economy? We'd be sitting potentially at 15 or 20% interest instead of 9% uh, inflation rate. And so Joe Biden has actually been protected by Senator Manchin and Senator Cinema, And I hope... Senator Manchin lives up to the statement that he put out earlier today, and I'm going to read this for you guys, where he said, no matter what, this is a statement on 9.1% inflation. No matter what spending aspirations some in Congress may have, it is clear to anyone who visits a grocery store or a gas station that we cannot add any more fuel to this inflation fire. Joe Manchin was 100% right about inflation. If being right actually rewarded you in the Democrat Party, Joe Manchin would be the front runner to be the nominee for president in 2024 for Democrats. Instead, he's probably going to have to flip to either an independent or to a Republican in order to be reelected in 2024 as a senator from West Virginia. I want you to think about that for a minute. Joe Manchin was right about everything as it pertains to inflation. And rather than be rewarded for that in the Democrat Party, they would still vote to spend trillions more dollars if they could and send inflation skyrocketing even higher because there are virtually no Democrats, at least not out in public, that are willing to acknowledge having basic business common sense. So I give credit to Joe Manchin, Democrat for West Virginia. I hope that he's going to stand by his words and effectively put down his pen and say, we're not doing anything more in Congress until after the midterms, we've got an inflation disaster 40-year high. The last thing we need to do is keep having government pour more fuel onto the inflation fire. Um. The Biden economic team is a disaster. There's no doubt at all about that. And I want to pivot here for a moment and tell you update. Last couple of days, there has been, well, the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of discussion about a 10-year-old girl who was reportedly raped and went to Indiana to get an abortion. Governor, uh, sorry, the Attorney General of Ohio said he didn't know anything about this. And we talked about that on this show. Earlier today, an arrest was made in that case. The girl was raped multiple times by a 27-year-old illegal immigrant, according to a story from the Columbus Times-Dispatch that he admitted to that rape, this illegal immigrant, and is being held right now on $2 million bail. Uh, the woman's Mom, the little girl, I should say, the little girl's mom reportedly sent this uh, a report to the police in Columbus. Somehow the attorney general in Ohio had not seen it. They arrested this man today, or yet, rather yesterday. News broke today that he had been arrested. $2 million bond, faces life in prison for raping a 10-year-old. She was actually nine when he raped her. She then went to Indiana. I'm not an expert on Indiana versus Ohio abortion law. The attorney general in Ohio says the girl, because it was rape, could have gotten an abortion in Ohio. Instead, she went to Indiana. The story started that the girl had to travel from Ohio to Indiana because she was not allowed to get an abortion in the state of Ohio. The attorney general has said that she would have been allowed to get an abortion in the state of Ohio. So what exactly the story is there, I'm not an expert in what the current law is in Ohio versus Indiana, but the AG, the Attorney General, has said that she would have been able to get an abortion there. I don't know why she went to Indianapolis, uh, but that is an update on that story. I always try to make sure that I update any story that we have talked about. That is the latest there. I would imagine that it will not be talked about very much now, because it was a 27-year-old illegal immigrant who had reportedly raped this nine-year-old and gotten her pregnant, and Democrats will not want to talk about the fact that it was an illegal immigrant in Columbus, Ohio, who allegedly raped this girl, and so this story will mostly disappear now uh, because of the crime that was committed and the charges that have been brought and who allegedly did this crime. Um, Speaking of the craziness that is going on right now all over the country. Um, Uvalde, the shooting in the school in Texas. I've tried to continue to update you guys on this story as well as more facts and details have come out. I shared the video of the Uvalde school shooter as he came into the school yesterday. It's tough to watch. You want to see it, you can go to my Twitter handle at ClayTravis. You can sit and watch the video of this guy going into the school, walking down the hallway. You can hear the gunshots begin, and you can see the police immediately arrive. You can see that the police did virtually nothing despite being in the school mere moments, minutes, a couple of minutes after that shooter. They hid from the shooter and waited over an hour to confront him. They initially approached the door to where the shooter was, were evidently fired at, and came scurrying back. It does not appear they ever attempted to open the door to the classroom or even thought about going in through the windows on the other side of the classroom. This, Despite the fact that there were kids, teachers shot in that classroom who waited over an hour, over 75 minutes, in fact, for police to storm that classroom and kill that shooter. It's indefensible. In fact, one of the worst moments on a long list of worst moments as you watch all those police huddled in the school doing nothing is one of the police officers walks over and gets hand sanitizer. Puts on hand sanitizer while doing nothing as you can continue to hear shots echoing from inside of those classrooms. This is an awful tragedy but it's an embarrassment that none of these police officers by and large who arrived on the scene immediately after this guy did virtually did anything to go in there and try and protect or save the lives of the kids and the teachers you guys know if you listen to this show if you read my articles if you read my tweets I try to support police officers I think that police officers are far too often to be condemned in today's society, and I think it's made our country far less safer. But I do not believe anyone can defend the behavior of these Uvalde, Texas police officers. They failed at their most basic responsibility, which is to protect the lives of innocent children. I don't know how any of those police officers in a position of authority can look at themselves in the mirror. This is why you should become a police officer because you want to protect the innocent from an awful madman. Instead, they allowed that awful madman to reign supreme over those kids and those teachers for over 75 minutes. It's absolutely indefensible across the board. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm Clay Travis, and I'll kick the show. is going to keep right on rolling. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. LeBron, uh, in much less serious news, has spoken out and said that his words were taken out of context when it came to Britney Griner. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. LeBron said that if he were Britney Griner, he wouldn't want to come back to America because they were leaving her in prison too long. It's an idiotic statement wasn't made live. It was made on his television show. If LeBron is mad that his recorded statements about Brittany Griner were shared, he should be furious at the people who make his television show and his marketing team because they thought these comments were so brilliant that they left them in a taped show. Let me repeat this. It's a taped show. They edit the show and decide what comments they want to be in the broadcast. And then they thought his comments were so brilliant that they further sent out, sent out those comments to media to be widely distributed, disseminated, and discussed. LeBron has since said that he loves America and he was misunderstood. No, you just didn't like the reaction to what you said. If you're upset about that reaction, you should fire the idiots you employ who thought what you said was smart and wanted to have it shared widely because they all sent it out. Uh, Disney stock is at an eight-year low. If you had bought Disney stock on December 15th, 2014, and you had held it all the way up to today in 2022, Your stock would now be worth less than it was when you bought it on December 15th. At least these were the dollar figures earlier in the day as it pertained to Disney stock. It's not a surprise. That's about the time that cord cutting began in earnest. It's also around the time uh, the stock has collapsed. When people started to argue, hey, streaming is going to replace cable channels, don't worry about this. And for those of you who have read what I have been writing for years about cord cutting, everyone tried to say, oh, Clay has no idea what he's talking about. When I said, hey, everybody's cutting their cable and satellite subscriptions back in 2014 or 2015, and I said ESPN's not going to be able to pivot to ESPN+. My analogy, and I've been making it for years, is ESPN is a sinking ship and ESPN is trying to argue, oh, we're just going to step over to the other ship, which is ESPN Plus, the reality is these are two sinking ships, and they are both leading ESPN down into the depths of the sea. The stock has tanked. Disney stock is now lower priced than it was eight years ago. So if you had just bought and held Disney stock, You would have lost money, not even factoring in inflation, which, as we said right now, is sitting at 9.1% at this exact moment. This is a sign that streaming, Disney's not alone in this, is not going to save these companies. Netflix has continued to tank. We have seen an ongoing collapse in the streaming services And this is because this is a broken business model, okay? Disney is not going to be saved by streaming. There is a recognition of this fact now. Eight years, you would have lost money if all you had done was bought and held Disney stock. Go back and read everything that I have said, including a book, Republicans Buy Sneakers 2. I essentially nailed all of this Uh, in terms of the overall impact. The Big 12 is talking about expanding. They had their Big 12 media days. They have a brand-new commissioner. And my analogy on the Big 12 in general is it doesn't make sense to me for the Pac-12 schools that are remaining, the 10 Pac-12 schools, to jump to the Big 12. I don't think they gain that much, right? Right. The Big 12 is evidently interested in Arizona, Arizona State, maybe Utah, Washington, Oregon, Washington State, Oregon State, who knows. I don't believe that there is much to be gained by changing conferences. What these conferences should do is they should immediately sue for peace. They should go to Greg Sankey in the SEC. They should go to Kevin Warren in the Big Ten, and they should say, ACC should join them. We're all in on automatic playoff spots, and we want to expand the playoff to 12 teams. Because if the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC all have guaranteed playoff spots for their conference champion, then they are in far better shape going forward based on that situation, okay? Once that occurs then they can go about selling to their individual membership, hey, Washington or Oregon, you may not love that USC and UCLA are leaving, but you have a really good chance to win this conference every year. And the same thing could be said to the Big 12, and the same thing can be said to the ACC. The SEC was offering up a 12-team college football playoff expansion, and all of those conferences blew it. I don't think it makes a lot of sense for the Big 12 and the Pac-12 to merge. I do think the Big 12 and the Pac-12 should go to the SEC and the Big 10 and say, we're all in now on a playoff expansion to 12. We want to preserve our access to the playoff while we still can before our conferences are destroyed. That is a major bargaining chip because those teams can feel like they have a pathway to the playoff, which in the wake of Texas and Oklahoma leaving and the wake of USC and UCLA leaving, arguably the remaining schools in the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are much better off now in terms of being able to get to the playoff as long as they have that set up in place with an automatic bid. Story just came down. Uh, The Hill has a new poll up. Only 18% of Americans support Joe Biden running for president in 2024. Let me repeat that. The numbers have been bad across the board. Even 64% of Democrats, 64% of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run according to the New York Times poll. Only 18% of Americans support Joe Biden running for president again in 2024. Most of us have never seen anything like this in our lives to have 82% of Americans saying this president needs to be a one-term president. He needs to be gone. We don't need to support him anymore. A couple of other stories uh, that are out there. Axios reacting to the story that came out in the New York Times, the poll. I wanted to read this because I thought it was so staggering in many respects. Uh Democrats have a bigger advantage now among white college graduates than they do with non-white voters. Think about how crazy that is. Democrats, white college graduates, the white woke community, overwhelmingly Democrats are now the party of the white woke college graduate. In fact... White, woke college graduates support Democrats more than minority voters do. This is an unbelievable shift. In particular, Republicans, and I'm reading from Axios, are quietly building a multiracial coalition of working class voters with inflation as an accelerant. Uh, This is pretty wild to think about it wasn't very long ago at all that there was a, uh, there's a statistical tie now for Hispanic voters in terms of who they are going to support. That is unprecedented movement, seismic in nature. In fact, Hispanic voters backed Democrats by nearly 50 points in the 2018 midterms. And In the 2016 congressional election, Democrats lost white voters with a bachelor degree. Hispanics have moved from 50% in favor of Democrats to flat, and woke white voters have flooded Democrat support in 2016. So if you're wondering, how do we get to a place where one political party is arguing men can get pregnant, it's because woke white voters, college educated, have taken over the Democrat Party and now you are seeing black, Hispanic, Asian, white voters of sanity, many of them working class, overwhelmingly repudiating the idea of the woke waterfall. And if you wonder what I mean by the woke waterfall, I was talking about it on Clay and Buck earlier today. I said there's lots of people. I put myself in this category. I don't particularly care what sex you want to define as. It doesn't impact me. I'm fine to float along the river, pop open my beer, live my life. I don't really care. But as soon as you tell me, hey, a guy who identifies as a woman should be able to compete in women's athletics, I'm not going over that woke waterfall with you. And as soon as you tell me, hey, Clay, in order to be a Democrat, you have to believe men can get pregnant I'm not going over that waterfall either. I'm not going to argue that biology is not real. Democrats tried to claim they were the party of science. Guess what? Men have penises. Women have vaginas. That's biological reality. Men are bigger, stronger, and faster than women. If we start allowing men who identify as women to compete against women, there is no more women's athletics. And if I were running as a Republican for statewide office this year, I would be telling my opponent, I would want to hear from him. Do you believe that men can get pregnant? Do you believe that men who identify as women should be able to compete against women in athletics? That's it. Those questions alone can win many state elections in toss-up states. I'd hammer them home all the time. Uh, Twitter has sued Elon Musk. Interestingly, while Twitter has, has sued Elon Musk, and I'm looking right now at the, uh, at the stock price, Twitter stock is up $2.60 today. Twitter has basically returned to where it was before Elon Musk said that he was not going to buy the company. What's going on here? Well, the reality is, what I have been telling you I expect to see happen, I believe is now becoming a reality. That is that, ultimately, as this Delaware lawsuit plays itself out, I believe Elon Musk is still going to end up buying Twitter. I think he's going to buy it for less than $54.20 a share. I don't believe that Twitter is going to be able to get specific performance I've never seen it applied in a deal this big, $44 billion. So I don't believe a judge is going to order that Elon Musk has to purchase the company. I do believe that Elon Musk and Twitter will sit down and negotiate further and the sales price will end up somewhere in the vicinity of $40 a share. I said somewhere around $38 to $42 a share. I would say in the vicinity of $40 a share. I think Elon Musk will get a discount based on the data flaws that he's been able to point to in the Twitter uh, fire hose of data that he's been able to review. And I believe they will come to some sort of agreement between the two polar opposites, which is Elon Musk being able to just walk away and Twitter being able to enforce a $54.20 purchase at $44 billion. Finally, it is National French Friday. And I put it up on Twitter, and there is now an absolute Donnybrook that has broken out in my mentions over who has the best french fries. I said that, uh, that Wendy's has the best french fry, and it has thrown people into an uproar. Uh, I- I'm reading some of the comments. Without a doubt, the most offensive thing you've ever said uh, many people are weighing in with McDonald's, with Chick-fil-A, with, uh, with all these different comments. In fact, I'm going to click. Uh, a lot of people like In-N-Out as well, uh, approaching 1,000 responses so far uh, as we are rapidly going through. A lot of Five Guys support. Uh, Jefferson Lyle, like I said, this is your worst take, and I'm not sure it's even close. Wendy's, no way. Arby's and Checkers come to mind for me. Jack in the Box, Curly Fries. Uh, this is a lot of arguments out there about what the best French fry is. Uh, Chick-fil-A, it's not even close. So many, uh, so many arguments out there. Some Zaxby's. Uh, anyway, I appreciate all of you, even if you're wrong. Wendy's fries are the best. Wendy's fries dipped into a chocolate frosty. Chocolate Frosty is the best Frosty, and I will fight anyone who argues vanilla. Although, to be fair, I have not yet had the uh, strawberry Frosty, new addition. I've just seen it advertised. Chocolate Frosty with the fries dipped in the Frosty, it's almost impossible to beat. I'm going Wendy's Fries, number one. But if any of you want to try to argue in favor of the vanilla Frosty, you're dead to me. Hope you have a great uh, Friday. I've got a big dad versus son wiffle ball game to play in tonight. I've got to get limber. Not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous that I may tear something in the middle of this wiffle ball game. I have guaranteed to my 11-year-old that I'm going to take him deep and that there's no chance he is striking me out. Old man, still got strong wiffle ball game. I'll update you on the outcome tomorrow. Appreciate all of you. Have a great Friday. That's a little bit of a play on words, but it's only Wednesday. Have a great French Friday. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. I'm Clay Travis, and this has been Outkick the Show.